On this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green is a mature tabletop RPG that tackles various dark and unsettling themes and topics that some listeners may find traumatizing, harmful, or generally uncomfortable. Listener discretion is advised. Star, you see Snail and Sanguine exit the trailer, looking a little green around the gills. What's your reaction to this? Was it what you thought it was? Uh, yes. Go wash your hands. I just, I just take off the like uh, the gloves I had on the the warm uh, like gloves to keep my hands warm and just toss them to the ground. I like look over. I'm like, you should give him the flashlight so you can see how bad it is in there. Do you? Do you want the flashlight? No, I think I do not. I think it's snowed enough out here for me. All right. Well, here's the thing. This happened. This. That that's actually insane. That is actually an insane amount of just fluids everywhere in the short amount of time that he's had this. And what in the world has he been like? Has this been his only focus? Has he not been working? Because what? what's... How? How? We haven't even touched his computer yet. I, I'm going to go inside and I'm going to grab a Clorox wipe. I, I'm going to be right back. I mean, maybe he wasn't the only one. That this is just the, the stress relief pod that everyone has just secretly agreed to contributing? Agent Star just shrugs like, fuck if I know. <laughs> well, I mean, we are FEMA oversight. This could be something we could inquire into. FEMA helps out natural disasters. Well, this is an unnatural disaster as far as I'm concerned. Holy shit. Seek, seek God. Well, okay. I do want to pop inside, though, and uh, grab a Clorox wipe. Or so grab some, like, just... Just something to wipe the computer down with because we still have yet to access that. But I mean, you also have gloves. Like it's maybe not the perfect world, but like rubber gloves do in theory protect you from all of this unfortunateness. I want to wipe down the chair I'm going to sit on. Yeah, just just wipe just wipe shit down. But nonetheless, we're not physically there. But just the vibes. I'm not about to sit in that. I'm not about to have anyone sit in that. <laughs> I threw a sand check at you. It is uncomfortable, that realization. Like, it is, one might say, unnatural what you saw. Mm hmm. I figured. But I will be coming back with some cleaning supplies to wipe down the chair as well as the desk and the computer, just so that way Snail can have access and sure. I could be somewhat of a decent human being. Makes sense. All right, Snail, work your magic. Alrighty. So I go ahead and just start doing some uh, some digging around on the computer. All right. So you immediately figure out that the computer is still on and logged in. Like you can get kind of basic access to it. You have access to email, web browsing, all that stuff. There's a separate program that handles kind of monitoring the power grid, and that requires a separate password that you're not finding immediately. What do you do? I 
try to pull up some apps that would potentially have that kind of information written down, either like maybe he has it written in Outlook or like some sort of mail app on like the notepad. Just go through like the documents folder, just, you know, basic like places where if I was going to write some stuff down to keep as a reference that where I would put it digitally. Do you have um, computer science or SIGINT at 40? I have computer science at 50. All right. Yeah. Then you immediately realize that there's a pretty decent chance that Skip kind of violated the uh, oldest of computer security rules and probably wrote something down. You want to search around the office some? Uh, Oh, yeah. Obviously, very carefully with uh, gloves and all that jazz, but yes. No, and it takes a few minutes of extra care, but eventually you find kind of the bottom of a desk an index card with a what you believe is probably the password on it. You want to try it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that that works, and the program will allow you to kind of figure out which buildings on the north side still have power and which ones do not. It's just a monitoring program, after all. I was just going to ask if it's a monitoring or like some sort of actual change app. Now, no. is that the only gr- power grid app on there? Because you did mention something about another power grid app, I think, or was it just only the monitoring one? Just the monitoring program. Okay. I look around. Does he have any other notes or stuff? Maybe like that would point to, since this is monitoring, I would assume he has a way to identify where the stuff that he's monitoring is actually controlled from perhaps. I mean, the the program has kind of some of that functionality, I guess, but not really, I guess. Like, Skip was a site supervisor. You can probably have, like, that minor level of control. Control of, like, a power station. That's probably a larger situation type thing. What are you looking for, I guess? I was just trying to see if, like, everything that we can power on could get powered on kind of thing. Oh, yeah, no. It's you would not necessarily know the program well enough to kind of power stuff on also powering stuff on at random might kind of accidentally kill some people or cause like a power explosion. Gotcha. So I guess now that I'm in there and I, and I am monitoring that, do I find anything else that kind of stands out in like, maybe he's like, like I said, anything in his email or anything in his documents that like would not be, something that would like a site supervisor would be doing normally in the emails you find a just flood of report requests and a variety of kind of hastily typed out emails when that stands out it's kind of a memo from skip listing a number of addresses where the power lines are down there is a follow-up email to that though that lists an address to be ignored Oh, I signal over to Sanguine to say, take a look at this. And I point out the original email of the addresses and then the follow up with the one to ignore. Why would you ignore an address unless they didn't pay their light bill, I guess? Or is that something? Hold up. I grab a notepad and I just kind of rip off the first couple pages. And uh, I write down this address. I mean, now that you're actually looking at it in more detail, you realize this is the same address that you were given for Earl's rent a space. Wait, this is this is the rental company. How come Skip is trying to ignore power restore request for 
the green box. Oh, that's suspicious. Sounds like maybe perhaps to disable any alarms or security features so it's easier to get in. Perhaps to steal the items that are inside. Or maybe it was to keep people away from it. Jesus Christ, when did you get back inside? Fuck. Oh, yeah. Scared the shit out of me. Cold out there, sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. You know, I'm not uh, too sure on the integrity of Skip. I, I was an unsure of his integrity considering how much this room is decorated. It's just kind of, this is just, so, pardon the pun here, but this is just kind of icing on the cake at this point. All right, why don't you all, uh, why don't you gear up and let's go take a look. Yeah. Before I go, though, I do want to compare uh, the dates on the, the follow-up email. Was it around the, the same timeline that the whole situation with the green box happened? Like, the incident with the green box? I mean, like, the timelines line up. I guess, what are you asking? Like, don't go check it out was part of that, or? Yeah, like, the whole, like, don't, like, yeah, don't basically don't follow up with this place. And then maybe sometime after that was when the, I guess, the incident happened with the green box and stuff went missing or whatever. Are the dates between those two things not a coincidence? Or am I just searching for too much at that point? I mean, like, the green box has problems during this storm. That's a known fact at this point. Like, human intelligence. Okay. Critical 11 out of 55. Skip thinks he is guarding or kind of keeping tabs on a CIA storage facility or a storage kind of lockup of some kind. He probably thinks he's doing his job by keeping people away from it. Gotcha. Okay. Or something along those lines. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I've got everything I need then. I kind of look over to the rest of the gang and I, uh, go, I think I've got everything I need for now. You've got the address written down. We done here? All right, let's go be boots on the ground. I mean, there's more on the computer you could still check out if you wanted to. There's also a phone in there you could maybe check something on. Well, um, a phone on the computer thing or like? Uh, just a phone in the room. A cell phone or like wall phone? A uh, wall phone. Okay. Like an analog wall phone or like some sort of digital one that I can see like call history. Yeah, one with a call history. Okay, I'll go ahead and uh, search that one as well. Yeah, so... Phone history indicates pretty rapidly that, yeah, Skip was at least up until a certain point doing his job. Based on what Tanya told you, there was uh, the last day he was in office. That day has a variety of calls coming in, only one call going out to a number, Hmm. which is different from all the previous activity. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what I was asking, if there was previous activity that was different. Okay, I will write down the one phone number that, uh, that was the call-out number. I mean, you could call it, too, if you wanted. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll call it, and is there a way for me to put it on speaker on this phone? Yeah. Okay, I'll call it and put it on speaker. That's the phone rings three times, and uh, welcome to Big Larry's House of Smut. Uh, how can I help you today? I uh, hang up the phone. <laughs> I look over at the other two guys and I'm like, 
I called a porn shop. What did he say it was called? Big Larry's House of Smut? On the work phone? That's bold. When did he place this call? The day, the last day he was here. Did he, uh, you ever call it before today? Uh, I, I scroll through the history as far as back as it can go. Do I see any more times he called it or is it just that one? Time? No. And to repeat, it's the, a variety of phone calls came in on that day. It's the only one that went out. It's, it is weird behavior based on that. Okay. All right. Well, do you want to go look on his browsing history? You know? I'm afraid to do that, but um, yeah. Wait, just quick before, does it say what time he called Big Larry's House of Smut? I, I look up the call log to see when the time or when the call was placed. It's like 11 a.m. or something. Jesus Christ, it's not even noon yet. This guy's already calling for porn. It's around 11 o'clock. Okay. I don't know. That just... It feels so weird kind of annotating this just because this seems a bit too personal, but otherwise I, something tells me that that's something that I just, we just need to remember, unfortunately, but yeah, I guess, you know what? You, you two can go browse through the history. I just need to process this. You want to call them back and uh, try to fish some info from them while I uh, search the browser history. I feel like a, a good house of smut will not reveal their clientele's personal doings. I mean, like, it's much like the doctor's patient confidentiality. There's got to be some sort of, like, smut peddler, peddly But do you really believe Big Larry's house of smut is one of those reputable places? No, but it's one of those things where we could probably find more information as to where this person's whereabouts are. Our burner phones are uh, just flip phones, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go call Larry's House of Smut back, and I just want to ask for directions. And I want to write down the address for Big Larry's. Yeah, so the phone rings a couple times, and, Hello, Big Larry's House of Smut. How can I help you? Hey, um, I'm new to the area, and you know what? I don't have power, so... I just need something to do. What's your address? How do I get to you? Uh, well, normally I'd be happy to give that to you, but uh, it's not worth your uh, trip right now. We are uh, sold out, if you will. Sold out? How? I mean... Yeah, uh, two, three days back or so, a um, uh, real connoisseur of the art form came through, bought every goddamn thing we sell here. Uh don't know what exactly was going on with him, but uh, yeah, avid collector, I guess. But uh, guy came in, bought every goddamn thing we had. I, maybe he thought the power was going to go out again, and he had a hankering for something. But uh, and when I say he bought everything, I mean he bought everything. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much, Big Larry. Um, early bird gets the worm, I guess. Uh, you have a good rest of the day. Uh, happy for your your sales bye bye so um i don't need an address because apparently uh someone had just purchased everything that big larry has in stock 
that what happened about two or three days ago, and I am almost certain it is tied to Skip. So as he says that, I, I turn around and I go, why would Big Larry be in the office in the middle of an ice storm if he got sold out three days ago, though? I mean, he's not going to be selling anything else. That doesn't strike you guys as odd. I mean, it could be watching his business while everything is going down. Or maybe it's a uh, one of those businesses where he lives above it. He could also use his cell phone as his business line. I'm not sure if it was Skip, but Exhibit A, and I like motion my arm around the room, points to that it probably was Skip. He inferred that it was a gentleman, a, a true connoisseur of the craft. I have a hankering that it's going to be Larry. If he's already exhibiting just weird behavior, and if, as I'm connecting these dots, I'm just going to go ahead and say and do the same kind of all over the room motion. I'm going to start quantifying this as weird behavior. I understand sex addiction. I've seen it before. I've had to kind of guide my clients to someone that could help them with their issues and everything else like that. But nonetheless, this seems excessive. Buying out an entire store seems excessive. That shit is not cheap. Something's up. Something's up. All I got to say is there's excessive and then there's beating your meat like a Rocky montage and Jesus. Anyway, I'm diving into the history real quick. And so I go back to the computer and I start trying to find some browser history stuff and sure. anything like that. So I need to do another. Uh, oh, no, this is checking browser history. It's very easy. All right. So Agent Snail, you're checking the browser history. What are the other two of you doing? Back outside to keep him at watch. All right. Agent Sanguine. Now that I'm just kind of reluctantly just coming to terms with the with the situation and just I, I feel like I probably have worked off that sanity point. I'm going to utilize the black light again and I'm just gonna start making kind of as much like quantitative research or quantitative just kind of estimations as to like how much fluid that skip has lost or skip has just sure thrown around the room because like that seems like a medical hazard at that point sure all right so agent snail it is very obvious what skip was up to his last day in the office but it's strange Normal browsing history, kind of stuff all employees do. Then his last day in office, just hardcore porn site after hardcore porn site after hardcore porn site. And when I say hardcore porn site, I mean like in escalations of deviancy. Stuff that like looking at you immediately go, I really hope the people in this are okay physically after this. Just aggressively violent and extreme erotica. No specific gender focus, no specific ethnicity or anything along those lines type of necessization of it. Just violence is the main link. Agent Snail, give me a sand check. Agent Sanguine, give me a sand check at plus 10 because you can hear some of the banner ads that pop up on this shit. Oh, 
feel like I'm dodging bullets here. Oh, 75 out of 75 success. Success at 2%. All right, so you take no sand damage, and what you're looking at, like, not to judge people, but, like, this is violence for violence sake through a sexual lens. Like, it is some deeply unsettling to most people content to see, and it's too much. Like, this is 10, 15 websites back to back. There's just tons of history of this all in one day, and based on that Tanya said he even, like, left, it, it paints a very bleak picture. Hmm. I'm just kind of taking a second to process all this because I'm like, oh, this is a lot. Is it all just one site or does he just... Oh, no, it's multiple sites. Okay. There's no kind of through line of genre to it. It's so many sites that you could like make an argument of he had like 12 windows open simultaneously all playing at the same time type of thing. Like piecing together this web history is baffling because it's just too much and the content of it all is just over the top in its nature. Good God. What the hell did you open up? I literally pulled up this dude's history, dude. Like, holy shit. Yeah. The sound. I'm not even going to try to describe how that sounded. (sighs) Jesus. Like, okay. So skip seem. Okay. It sounds like skip just snapped at some point in time. When was the la- the difference between his marathon versus his actual working life? How what's this? What's the spacing on that? Well, I mean, every other day is just normal, and then when was his last normal day? The day before, like the day before his last day, and then his last day is just all smut, like. And there's just no, like, it's not like he has a particular fetish or some sort of, like, specific genre. The only common factor here is, like, it's violent. Like, it's, yeah, it's just violent. Uh, God. Okay. We need to find Skip. All right. So jumping outside to Agent Star, you see a small man who maybe is an officer of some type trying to talk to various National Guard as they walk about. They all seem to kind of ignore him. He kind of seems to hesitantly kind of try and talk to some people, get brushed off, and then try and talk to someone else. He's kind of bouncing around from National Guardsman to National Guardsman. Yeah, I'll walk up to him and I'll, I'll say, uh, you need something? He looks at you confused. Extends a hand. Uh, Deputy uh, Eli uh, Filigree. Um, and you are? You can call me Mr. Star. I'm with FEMA. Oh, you're you're with FEMA. Um, yeah. What do you need, Deputy? Oh, I I'm trying to track down. Um, I've, as you can imagine, there's been a a string of deaths as part of this uh, whole power outage thing, and uh, one came across my desk going through all of this, and um, I'm I'm trying to get access to the uh, power grid monitoring program. Um trying to kind of confirm a hunch on something and well uh things have been a little bit uh a little bit hectic obviously what's your hunch deputy i'd rather not say um you know police procedure and whatnot 
look, I can't really, um, I can't really give you access to that unless I know what you're looking for. Uh, give me a human int, law, or criminology, whatever's highest for you. I am literally the worst one to be so human int, yeah, law, or criminology. Yep. All right, I've got a human int of ten. I've got a law of zero, and I have a criminology of ten. So we'll, we'll throw we'll throw criminology down. Twenty eight percent failure. Something seems weird about this, but you can't quite put your finger on this. The kind of looks at you almost a little bit excited. Uh, is it possible you could get me access to the uh, information I'm looking for? I'm I'm just trying to kind of confirm some um uh, some information from a couple nights ago. A couple nights ago. I mean, like I said, you got to give me something if you want me to. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out which houses may have had power and therefore heat or something like that. Uh, again, I can't go into any details, but uh, give me a persuade. 40% out of 20% failure. Yeah. Um, look, I'll um, speak with some of my colleagues here. Perhaps we can work something out here. Just wait here for a moment. Uh, I'm going to step back inside. And he kind of just stands there awkwardly. Hey, any of you good smooth talkers? Got a deputy kicking around out there who says he's got a theory about something that happened a few nights ago. Oh shit, the police are here. Yeah, I don't do well with the cops. Snaily, can you uh, take this on? All right. I'll do that. Anybody here want to keep looking through this browser history shit while I go handle the cops? I'm not real good with computers, but I can take over. Okay, just uh, mute the volume on it at least before you keep looking. As I say that, I'm like kind of zipping up my jacket a little bit so I can walk outside and go meet with the uh, meet with the police outside. While we're kind of researching, I just want to go through and kind of establish a timeline and see and just kind of like establish like where the behavioral change for skip happened in accordance with the storm and power outage ideally his like power logs will show like when the rent a space or the storage facility lost its power what time happened between there and then skip like kind of snapping and losing his impulse control all right so to answer that question taking the storm in turn first day of the storm that's when the kind of variety of emails go out about kind of what has power what doesn't and the message about hey stay away from this one address for whatever reason that goes out you start to notice a slight change in behavior starting on the day after that which is three days ago that is the day that Skip was, quote, strange in the office from the last time he was here. Okay. So in theory, the night between day one and day two, something could have happened. Could have happened the second day of the storm. But yeah, it's three days ago from where you're at right now. That's when all this escalation happened. But it's also weird escalation. I show the I show star the uh, timeline and. And I say, so my hypothesis is this. The storm hits, power goes out. Either Skip checks that night or the morning of. 
and something gets weird because he returns to work just absolutely just frenetic. And I would imagine from that time to now in the span of three days, all of this happened. And I just kind of gestured to the room and things started to escalate from there. He hasn't been quite responsive to work, hasn't been responsive to us and generally making everyone here uncomfortable. So I would suggest that we check out the green box. Maybe we can pull up some sort of CC footage and see what was taken out of there. Maybe there's something of uh, Skip kind of visiting. Hopefully the power was had stayed on long enough and they have a backup generator. I don't know what, but I think we should check out the green box next, but with extreme caution because I do not want to catch whatever kind of fever Skip has right now. Yeah, that sounds like a sound idea. I think that the green box is probably the most pressing, and then from there we might want to go check out Skip's residence. Should we go uh, support um, Snail, or should we just kind of stay here? Well, let's step out and see how they're doing. Maybe one of us can contribute to the conversation when we arrive. Yeah, so jumping back outside, Snail, you stepped out as they're kind of talking about this inside. The deputy looks up at you. I'm guessing you're also with FEMA? Uh, yep, that's me. Yeah, so you gonna get me access to the, um, power logs? Uh, well, it's not really my jurisdiction to grant you that. So, um, unless you have some sort of warrant for that, uh, I can't do that. All right, so give me a human and a law or a criminology on that. Now that you've said that out loud. Okay. Uh, 33% critical out of 60. It really is kind of weird he doesn't have a warrant, which probably means he's not supposed to be working on this or he's working on it off the books or something along those lines. Well, I guess now that I have that revelation, when I said specifically, like, not my jurisdiction to do that, and uh, unless you have a warrant, I can't provide that. Did he, like, by any chance have any kind of weird, like, tells? Oh, yeah, no, there's stuff like a tick to that. Yeah, it, that's okay. kind of what you're reading into the human end. Like, you definitely kind of saw him react to, hey, where's that warrant, basically? Or, like, I can't do that without a warrant. And it really is quite weird he doesn't have a warrant this if he's really investigating something it'd be a pretty simple thing to get hypothetically yeah so after i say that i'm like oh also my apologies i didn't catch your name uh what is your name officer uh deputy uh eli filigree and um okay i'll i'll level with you on this one um you seem like nice people i appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about this i guess um investigating a murder my bosses think it's just a john doe with all the freezing and whatnot going on callous to say it but uh maybe just another kind of uh homeless victim of it but uh something seems weird about it i guess um kind of pauses are you involved in law enforcement any kind or anything like that any background in that yeah i have a little bit of a uh law enforcement background i mean i'm insisting with fema right now but uh no sure yeah but yeah. Uh, yeah um uh, it, it's something strange about it and uh, kind of like looks around like 
I'm not sure who he's looking around for, but definitely kind of looks around to make sure he's not being watched. He's like, it's it's weird. Uh, would like a strange murder be something FEMA might be concerned about as part of all this? I mean, if it could be tied to something involving, for example, because of the natural disaster, if there was some sort of incident where people who are affected by the disaster and there was some sort of like, you know, criminal activity afterwards, we could look into it. Um, obviously, you know, federal jurisdiction stuff. So there's a little bit of extra leniency there. But if you've got a John Doe, I've got a, uh, one of the, one of my associates does have a medical background. If you would like an extra hand and kind of getting a little more insight on that. His eyes light up at that. He's like, yeah, I, so that that's actually perfect. Um, it's it's a weird one, definitely. Uh, yeah, it, I've heard frostbite makes people do crazy things, and maybe this is a frostbite thing. But yeah, if you have a doctor with you, that's that's absolutely perfect. Um, if they're free, I can take them to the morgue right now, and they can take a look at it. I think he's on the slab right now. Yeah. Um. Let me let me gather up my my uh, team and uh, give me about five, and uh, we'll we'll come out here and we'll. We'll, we'll head out there together. No, sure. Uh, ha- happy to happy to do this. You're you're helping me out a great deal on this one. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. I'll be right back. So I I walk back inside and uh, I say, uh, hey, uh, I I got a lead on on a dead body that somehow I have a feeling might be involved in this case, and uh, I need your expertise in the uh, medical side of things, Sanguine. I love how I literally just told you that I don't do well with the police and you got me a date with one. Uh. Yeah. Look, it's it's a morgue <laughs> thing. I'll handle no. any of the bureaucracy shit. I just need you to look at a body. Like, don't worry about that. Besides, I got him I got him to kind of cooperate a little bit. You just kinda I'm not unfamiliar with bureaucracy. Don't worry about that. I just so hmm. Okay. I was just talking to Star, and I was thinking that our next step should be checking out the green box and just kind of making sure that everything is secured over there. I was hoping maybe that there was some sort of CCTV footage and whatnot, but especially if we've got law enforcement chasing a hunch, we probably should be looking over there too. I'm not a big fan of this idea, but I think this might also be something that we should kind of consider. I should go to the morgue, check that out. You two check the green box or how do we want to split up? Do we want to stay together? Let's stay together for now. Just in case, you know, there needs to be some talk between the police and yourself. I can kind of be the middleman and get that sorted. The green box can wait at this point. Whatever's there is not going anywhere. We kind of have limited time to John Doe uh, situation, but I will say he did say frostbite makes people do weird things. And considering, and again, I motioned my arm around the room. This is the weirdest thing we've seen so far. Somehow I have a feeling they might be connected. And I don't know if we're going to be seeing Skip in the uh, morgue, but I don't know. I'm just, uh, no coincidence that he happened to show up around this time. Did he say when he found the body? I didn't ask, but we can, uh, we can find out shortly on the car right there. All right, let's let's uh let's hope this is the weirdest thing we'll see today. Somehow I doubt it, but hey, an adventure's an adventure. So I uh, pop out, start heading over to the deputy, Doctor Wilhelm Dusseldorf. 
Good to meet you. You said you have some th- somebody on a slab. The guy looks. Uh, yeah. No. Um. Yeah. We got something at the morgue. It's a. It's a weird one. Given the whole kind of gestures around, you know, everything going on. They haven't tried the autopsy or anything like that. But uh, yeah. If we want to come along, it'd be super helpful. Yeah. Uh, happy to help. Let me grab my uh, associates and. Do you mind giving us a ride down to the morgue? Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, we. I, I can definitely do that. On the way to the morgue, do you do anything special? Do you ask Deputy Filigree any questions, I guess? You're riding with him in his car. You just kind of pass pleasantries and arrive and whatnot. I'm exchanging pleasantries at that point because sure. he is cooperative with me. So I'm kind of just going to pipe up from the back. Hey, so... Uh, Deputy Filigree, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you have a warrant? Those that should that should have been pretty easy to get access to, correct? You mean persuade? Persuade at 40. I'm looking at 7% success. Yeah, so Deputy Filigree kind of pauses for a couple seconds and then kind of shrugs and kind of almost like a fuck it manner and goes all right i'll I'll level with you uh, it's um with the everything happening right now uh a john doe isn't exactly top priority like there's bigger things going on in town obviously and trying to track down well uh john doe that froze to death out in the snow during you know an ice storm and freezing temperatures and whatnot not exactly a murder but like something about it seems weird. I-, I want you all to take a look at it and kind of come to your own opinions, I guess. Like it's something just kind of strikes me as strange about it and whatnot. Is this normal FEMA stuff? Like I, I don't know much about your whole organization and whatnot, but um, uh, you guys just got here, right? We just got here and we still have some time to kind of get our bearings. If it's one of those things where I'm just helping out some localities and whatnot. I could use my expertise for mm, shits and giggles. You do have my interest peaked, seeing as how you're just kind of, you're trying to do something off books. What exactly is it? You know, like, am I going to be, am, do you already have like a autopsy report? Am I going to be running an autopsy report? Uh, n- nothing so formal. Like we can, we can get to that, but kind of, I don't know. Like it feels like, Maybe time is of the essence on this one, or like, I don't know, once things heat up, maybe, I, I don't know, this is going to sound crazy, but like, part of me kind of thinks that like, given the whole people are kind of stuck in town right now thing going on with the whole aftermath of the storm, if we can't catch, if someone is behind this, and we don't catch them now, we're not going to catch them later, because they'll be able to leave, I guess, like, does that make sense? No, I completely understand you. Yeah, so you arrive at the, from the outside, appears to be dark city morgue. Deputy Filigree gets out, kind of goes over, pipes thing into a keypad, door makes a buzzing sound, lets you in kind of thing. As best you can tell, no one is here. Like, it would make sense that maybe staffing a morgue isn't top priority for this time of year or kind of the current situation, which makes a certain amount of sense and clicks on a couple lights. Building seems to have power. So it's functioning correctly and leads you down to the cold storage area where he 
pulls out one of the drawers, and on the drawer is a body bag, Mark John Doe, and he unzips it, and you are looking at a man in partial dress. Give me an intelligence check as you're looking at him. Or does anyone just have intelligence of 12 or higher? I got a 66 critical on that intelligence check. God damn! I've got a 9 intelligence, so I'm not going to roll. Fair enough. And I've got an 11. Do you want me to try? Do you want to roll? Go for it. I mean, 12 just instant passes it. Anyone can roll for it. You know what? I'll do it. Why not? Holy shit! A second critical! 55 out of 55! I don't want to test fate. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, it's like... You gotta now! Two criticals should cover more than enough. All right. Peer pressure. critical. We know this man's credit history. We know what car he drove. We know know his his blood type, social security number. I wouldn't go that far, but it's immediately apparent to you what is weird about this. Uh, This John Doe is dressed in mittens, but not a coat, an athletic shirt, and jeans. None of that apparel is appropriate for the weather conditions outside. He's also missing a shoe, which equally raises more questions like and kind of as you're looking over this thumb the deputy looks at you and goes yeah we found him frozen to death in a phone booth how far away is this phone booth because like that's eh, another part of town i can take you there afterwards if you want but like gestures at the body like this is strange right i've heard of like people in hypothermia taking off clothing and stuff like that but like i don't know i something about this i yeah and then, okay, so when did you pick him up? How long has he been in holding? Can you give me some background information? Uh, I picked him up yesterday, I think. Um, but I, you would know this better than I would, Doc. Like, it's been fucking freezing outside. That means he could have died any time since it got real cold out. Like, the literally nature has been preserving him. Yeah, all right. You want to help me get this body up on the examination table? Yeah, sure. I'll help you out. All right. And then I'm going to need to wash and get some get some tools prepped. Can you do you mind showing me where you get you guys keep all your supplies? He kind of gestures around. He's like, I'm a deputy doc. I really don't kind of do this thing. We draw people off and then our local guy does the work and we kind of get the report from him um he's like it might be like i gestures around wildly might be somewhere around here though i can try and find something for you well here's the thing are you going to be sticking around or do you want to sort back to you or like hit you up afterwards he kind of like pauses he's like um i'd better stay i guess like i no, no offense but hey i left a murder victim i think with uh Three members of FEMA doesn't really go over great with my boss, I suspect, at the end of the day. All right. Well, cool. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and just start poking around. I'm going to see where I could just kind of scrounge up for my basic tools and everything else like that. And yeah, we'll see how this goes. What is your forensic skill? My forensics is 50%. All right. So. In your initial just kind of inspection of the body, you find a four-pronged puncture wound that when you press on kind of the area around it, a strange orange liquid leaks out of the John Doe. Huh. That? Where, where is the... It's, it's on his chest? Yeah. 
Well, that doesn't look like an implant. Hmm. You ever hear about anyone leaking orange? Deputy shakes his head. No. Uh, as you kind of continue your investigation to this, you notice that each of the punctures seems to kind of maybe have had its own purpose or had a divided purpose at least. There's odd bruising around two of them that's indicative of suction or at least enormous pressure of some kind. And that's actually only two of the puncture wounds of the orange liquid came out of. Oh, okay. So there are two there are four individual puncture wounds that are No, but it's a tight collection of within a small area, kind of like a stab wound with about four points as opposed to one big one. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Like those old ass uh, tuberculosis shots or whatever the heck vaccines for like immigrants and everything else with that. Yeah, the kind of multi pronged thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Huh. Well that as I kind of prod and extract more. Can someone hand me a plate? I need to take a sample of this or see if I can just at least get a sample of this. Because that definitely should not. I mean, I've never seen this before, for sure. I'll look around and see if I can find something for them to collect a sample. Yeah, finding like, um, you're talking like microscope slides or something. Like a test tube, microscope slide. I mean, if you got a little plastic baggie, I guess. Yeah, this is a morgue. You can do better than that type of thing. You can find proper lab equipment once you search around some. Yeah, you kind of prepare some slides for it or something? Yeah, I'm going to imagine if we ha- if there's a, with a morgue may or may not have like a microscope. Yeah, not the best high-end type of stuff, but that, uh, that might require like further medical testing. Mm-hmm. There is a local college, though, that might have a biology department you could use hypothetically or something. Like, you in theory have resources that aren't necessarily available here. Also, that might require getting more into this not open morgue than the deputy can easily help you. Hmm. Hmm. Well, at least I'll take some samples in order for uh, us to kind of look into later if we have the ability to do so. I guess my initial questions are, is there obvious signs of frostbite other than the uh, four puncture holes? I'm trying to kind of collectively see what could have done him in. Oh, no, the man definitely died of exposure like the, the cold is what definitely got him or like okay actually give me intelligence if i get a fumble on this i'm gonna throw myself out the window 55 percent critical yeah so the puncture wounds definitely didn't help but it was definitely the cold that got him like they probably sped up the process some or something like that or he kind of succumbed to the wounds but like the reality was he was unbelievably improperly dressed in a phone booth in freezing temperature. It is tragic, but like it's not a mystery as to what caused his death. The fact that he was in a phone booth dressed as he is, that's the strange part. And yeah, like the deputy did posit, people in exposed to extreme temperatures or kind of extreme cold, hypothermia does occasionally cause what's called the undressing disease, but like this doesn't seem like that. This seems weirder. Is there anything else on his personage? Um, Deputy, did you by chance see if he had any kind of clothes around the phone booth or like leading up to the phone booth at all? Deputy shakes his head. No, we brought in, well, everything. But funny you mentioned kind of any other markings on his body. Do any of you have military science? Ooh, uh, I don't. I do at 50. All right. So that's enough to notice that he has a National Guard tattoo. I'll find it 
Well, if you're trying to identify your John Doe, you probably could find a Facebook group about that Utah group then. You also arrived in town with a large group of National Guard. Oh, yeah. Completely forgot about that. You know, hold up. You don't think this is one of the National Guard folks that like came into town for the specific reason, do you? The deputy shakes his head. Nah, he's been dead too long for that. You all arrived this morning, right? All right, all right. Well, if anything, I'm going to write down the National Guard unit uh, number just to see if we can kind of run that and see if we know anybody who uh, would know that uh, unit. Yeah. I guess, is there anything else kind of peculiar about the body or about, like, his preservation? His teeth are looking fine. His eyes are looking fine. Does he seem as if he had, like, yes, he's dead and whatnot. Does he seem like he's, like, super sallow? If it's one of those things where he has these four puncture wounds, did he bleed out? Is all the blood just kind of sitting at the bottom? Like, he's not fully drained, right? No. Okay. I look over to the officer and I say, hey, um, you have access to a computer with some internet nearby by any chance? Kind of shrugs. He's like, uh, maybe, but I assume there's a login for that and kind of like looks around a little bit. If you guys are close to finish, we should probably head out soonish. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I just realized that he's like, because of the whole freezer thing, there's battery backup and I don't know how much poor juice is left in the generator but yeah don't want to waste that if we don't have to yeah no problem the phones that we got by the way do they have picture capabilities yeah they're 2020's most versatile burner phones okay so then i'll take a photo of the national guard logo sure i mean you take a picture of the guy's face too if you wanted yeah well i'll yeah i'll take that as well all right yeah so do anything else, or does the deputy kind of close the body bag back up and put him back in the freezer? Nope, that's it for me. Yeah, Deputy Filigree does that. He seems really excited that you were capable of kind of confirming his suspicions. He kind of like rushes you out a little bit and shuts the power off and locks the door back up as fast as he can. And he goes like, okay, cool. So now you get why I need that information, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, makes sense. Well. Yeah, I, I I see why. Do you okay? Your hypothesis so far in terms of what causes those four little puncture wounds? What do you have, or are you just kind of is this your new toy for the now? He kind of just shrugs and he's like, honestly, I, I didn't even notice the puncture wounds till you found them. He's like, I just thought it was kind of strange. He managed to freeze to death dressed like that. And a phone was not that he froze to death dressed like that, but he was dressed like that out in the cold. Like, not to be morbid, but when people typically freeze to death, they're, you know, dressed appropriately. So my working hypothesis was that, like, I don't know, maybe he led the house he was in or something. And if I had a list of, like, I don't know, like the 20 homes that are closest to where we found him or something that had heat still or have heat still. That might not be a bad place to start. That's kind of what I was thinking. Hmm. I forgot to ask, and this is kind of me running my memory back. What were the state of his clothes? Were they like in tatters? Were they new? Worn, not in the greatest shape, but like, yeah, it's okay. 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 
Probably the weirdest part of it is the one shoe missing. You said you had some other stuff on the docket for your personal, for your personal day. Shakes his head. No, um, I protect and serve. I guess now that you've uh, kind of confirmed my suspicions, I guess I can maybe see if I can run this up the chain some. But uh, yeah, no, I'll definitely be. I guess like looping you in. I guess like uh, think this means something. Maybe like um, you have a contact I, card. Yeah, I pass you a card real quick. All right. It's like so you gotta be able to hook me up with that uh, information I needed from the system about the what had power and whatnot. Was this an exchange, or were you were was I not just kind of checking something out to see if I could run it down with our services? He kind of shrugs. He's like, I, I don't know, divide and conquer. Um, it's not like I'm doing anything illegal or anything like that. Just trying to speed up the whole process and figure what happened to the guy. Well. Uh, Let's do this properly. You contact us when you finally get that warrant. We'll see what we could do for you. Kind of narrows his eyes a little bit at this and annoyance, but he's like, yeah, sure. I, I, I get it. Guess I'll give you a ride back to your office, I guess. Look, man, you understand bureaucracy. This guy shrugs disappointedly at this, but he's like, yeah, I, I, I get it. He's not happy. He's very obviously not happy about this. By the way, where did you say his, uh, you found the body in? Do you know the cross streets? Yeah, you can see the address for it. Oh, cool. Snail, Star, you, uh, you got anything else? No. Yeah, um, do you guys, uh, or do you mind giving us a sec so I can talk to my cohorts here for a second before we take off? Kind of like, looks right, he's like, well, I drove you here, so I guess not, but like, you're not taking my car if that's going to be your next question. No, 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 no. I just need to talk to them really quick about something. Yeah, sure. I'll go warm it up or something for you. Again, not happy about what's going on, obviously. They just kind of storms off at that point. What's up, Snell? So I uh, look over at the gang and I say, maybe if we narrow down some of it, what do you, I, I think we can give them something and then. Kind of keep an eye on him. Maybe we might just get a lead and see what he does with that information. See, this is this is my hesitation, is that this was supposed to be our green box contact. Our, we have still yet to check the status of the green box. And um, last uh, we know, the man. The man's off the rails. From what I can gather. From the status of his office. So, sure, we can, but I just would rather try not to have the police or a deputy kind of in the mix in terms of us still kind of not clearing the green box and whatnot. You know? I mean, I get that, but I think um, we can probably use him for a bit and see where it takes us. After all, it's nice to have a contact ear that's not necessarily into the National Guard folks. Just as a, you know, something to have on the pocket. Bill. But I don't know. There's something going on that he wants to do this a little bit off the books, and I have a feeling that if we give him a little bit of bait, we might be able to catch something. I don't mind. Alright, alright. Well, it's gonna be a little weird coming from me if I suddenly uh, change my mind, but 
he, he seemed to take in a liking to you, or at least you knew how to handle him. Uh, Snail, I would say, uh, why don't you go talk to him and see? If I may interject for a second, if he finds something weird, that's potentially a problem. Like the information or the giant, the fact that there's jizz all over the fucking office. I mean, that's inherently weird. Like, there's an unexplained stab wound in your John Doe. There's a green box that's been open for several days in the mix type of thing. Like, at best, he finds a murderer, potentially. At worst, he finds the reason you're in town. Well, I mean, he wants to know just the power stuff, right? Like, to kind of work on his hypothesis that whatever happened to this guy probably happened near the phone booth. I'm not saying he will find something bad or unnatural, one might say. But this could be an exposure risk. Hmm. Or worse. He could be a vector. I mean, potentially anything in this town currently is a vector unless we know for sure. Also true. Just having a complete rando that we haven't vetted, we haven't really caught a vibe outside of this dude showed up without a warrant. He let us into evidence or he let us like check out a dead body without any kind of like supervision or whatever the heck all because of some hunch. Like for me, that's just a, uh, just off vibes. Like I don't, I don't know what this guy's ploy is. I don't see what he's kind of after. We have the address for where the phone booth is and we still have a green box that we have yet to check up on. And it's not because like he's a deputy or whatever the heck, but I'm just like, I'm not super into roping him into any kind of dealings. Yet, maybe I might be open to it once we can cons- kind of can secure like what we need to secure. But okay, something to keep in mind. Uh, we're gonna need someone to watch the green box now that our friendly's dead. Assumably, like the the John Doe wasn't a fr- wasn't our friendly. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just assuming that um, our friendly's dead, but uh, he could be alive. Severely dehydrated, in need of some sort of sugar, yeah. Look, after what you told me, like, I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I, I can't say that I think that that would be fatal, but I, you know, excessive anything is fatal, right? I mean, how about we tell them, give us 24 hours to kind of do some of our diggings, and then after that, we can give him some info so he can kind of do his thing but we need 24 hours that way he's at least still on our side and we can still kind of do our thing on the back end it's kind of what i was thinking about when it came to him getting a warrant he did say this was pretty low low urgency so it might take a little bit longer but yeah um if we can kind of give us a clear time frame it's not like he's gonna pop up three hours later we're gonna get a call three hours later that we suddenly have to answer for I, th- I think we can definitely keep him in our pocket in case. I'm good with that. I'm still hesitant about it, but if it's two against one on, or if it's a two out of three vote, all right. But Snail, you you could you could do the talking on that one. I mean, also to be fair, people are dropping left and right around this town right now. What's another person? Aiden Star doesn't say anything, but he like turns away like he didn't hear it. Sanguine is just kind of taken aback a little bit 
I mean, he is a plastic surgeon, but at the same time, he still has taken a Hippocratic oath. I, I mean, I didn't realize that you'd be a kind of person to have folks so disposable, but uh, sure, I guess I just kind of step away from that circle. You're talking to him. I, I'm, I, my hands are not in this one. So I look at them both. And I'm like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Man, this is the first time we've worked together. I don't from from all the other from the other missions that I've experienced. I'm taking everything at face value. So just know that that's what I can see from you so far. And yeah, that's that's fair. All right. Well, then, uh, now that I'm done freaking you guys out here, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. So what do you tell the deputy? So I go to the deputy and I basically tell him, hey, so that information you're looking for, we're doing some digging around on some stuff. Give us 24 hours and then I'll get you some information what you're looking for. Just, I need a day. And he kind of looks at you a little bit confused, but Pam goes, okay, yeah, whatever. I'll get you back to your, uh, whatever you're supposed to be doing, get in the car and drives you back there in silence. Very heavy silence though. Like you can tell there are questions he wants to ask and a kind of forming thought through all of this. Give me a human int. Because whoever wants to give me a human int. I'll throw my hat in the ring. We can all roll, right? Yep. I failed with a 59 out of 10%. Does psychotherapy work in this instance, or human int? Nah, this is a human int. 91% failure out of 10%. 63 out of 60 failure. Damn, so close. There is a very obvious thought rolling around in Deputy Filigree's head, but you're not quite figuring it out, and it could become a problem later. But yeah, he drops you off. No more words said. He speeds off. And there is a member of the National Guard sitting on the stairs leading up to your temporary office. And he kind of looks at you confused. Where the fuck have you three been? On behalf of all of us at Negative Modifier, thank you for listening. And we do hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to support the show, please consider rating or reviewing us on your platform of choice or supporting the show over on our Patreon. In addition to that, if you would like to chat about episodes or with the cast in general, please consider joining our Discord server. Links to all of this and more can be found below in the show notes. Mm-hmm.